0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the footy pod. Today we have Abhimanyu, me, and uh, we have Satyajit. Hey Sato, how has it been till now?
1: I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So I guess we can just uh, you know talk a few words about the certain changes that we're about to make with the footy pod, right? So guys, uh, I think we're. Yeah. Gonna, uh, it's not about me thinking. <laughs> We've decided to uh, basically split the podcast into two different ideologies, right? We'd have two different ways of taking the podcast in the sense in a week we'll have two episodes one will be more analytical for people trying to get into football people try to understand the different theories of football and one will be more explosive rather it will be more controversial maybe i don't know let's see how we take it but uh yeah this is more for the people who want drama right the that because there's a lot of drama going on in football sato uh what do you think about what i just said am i correct
1: yeah, I think, the, I think some another way we can describe what we're trying to do here is to show you some reactionary stuff. Yes. Kind mm-hmm. of how we kind of will be giving our own reactions and thoughts without getting too much into the nitty-gritty of things, but just kind of giving our impression and trying to get what you people, what you all think about um, just what's going on and you can maybe relate to what we say. You can agree, you can disagree, but what, what matters is we have a good discourse and Good discussion. What's going on in in the world of football right now?
0: Yep, it's about us trying to at least trying to give almost every opinion or, or good hearing to right. So that uh, what a transfer season we've had, right? And us being the more uh, reactionary, as you put it, side of it. Let's just get into the reactions for these transfers, right? The most expensive yeah. that uh, we have seen transfer till now is Moises Caicedo, from Brighton to Chelsea. Um, It's a hundred million plus deal with about 50 million, 15 million in add-ons. And we're talking about pounds.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's a big transfer. And, you know, in general, I feel like the transfer market has become really, really inflated. Earlier you would be seeing ballers like Ronaldo and Bale, and these people go for that kind of money already proven. But yeah. nowadays you see all these young people from like Brighton and you know, Shakhtar with Mudrik last season, uh-huh. all these people, and you know I don't really, I'm not really convinced that these players are worth all this money. But you know it is a reality. But um, yeah, man, caicedo for hundred hundred million plus, I and guess. I know Liverpool wanted them. Yep, but exactly. That was a big, big uh, controversial race, and unfortunately, of course, Liverpool got the raw end. Um, we went ahead and signed Endo. Mm-hmm. from uh, Stuttgart, who I'm pretty happy with, honestly. I thought he looked good the weekend, but no, kaiseido definitely is, he didn't have the best debut, but, you know, time will tell whether he's a successor or not.
0: So, uh, since since we're already talking about uh, Liverpool, right, you guys just signed a 30-year-old uh, which is Endo, what are yeah. What do you think? He's a 30-year-old Japanese player, right? Uh, so, like, it, yeah, wouldn't man. Be, it wouldn't be a very... Uh, I mean, it's pretty unusual, right? In my eyes, I've been a football supporter for a long mm-hmm. time, but you, it's like a, you don't see a lot of people coming from Japan at the age of 30, no less. What are your expectations yeah. in this season, given that he's a little bit on the older side? I mean, 30 is not really that old. I mean, to be fair, like, you
1: know, there are still some very good players who are still yeah, but, 30 the you know, doing I mean, well like, in the to answer your... that he's
0: entering the premier league, right? At
1: okay. the age of thirteen, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I feel like what he is basically Liverpool didn't have any CDM, so <laughs> we really needed someone to come in. You know, we can't let go a whole month like you know playing games without a CDM. I mean, you're wasting like guys like McAllister in that position. He's much more effective up like up further up the pitch. So what I see Endo as is just like a like a stopgap signing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, he's there for now and later on, hopefully before September 3rd, Liverpool signs someone else who Maybe. is more of a long-term solution.
0: A very, very poly yeah. ii signing from Liverpool, in my opinion. No,
1: I mean, Klopp has always had a liking for Japanese players. You know, he's always, whenever he's won a league, he's had at least one Japanese player in the, in his squad, which I, I thought is a pretty fun fact. Yep. I mean, I think with uh, Dortmund, he had Shinji Kagawa. Mm. And in Liverpool, we used to have a Minamino. Yeah. Who also was pretty good. So I mean, whenever we needed him, we didn't play much, unfortunately. But whatever we saw of him, he, he kind of showed up, especially in cup competition. So hopefully, this guy has a somewhat similar impact. I hope he's. I don't see him necessarily as a starter, but for now, I think you know he's a good personality, hardworking, diligent, and you know we like that those kind of players at Liverpool. And I, hopefully, he succeeds. Now that he's at the club, you know we all have to get behind him. So I'm going to be behind him, and. Hope that he uh performs well for us and support yeah. him along the way
0: maybe maybe he just likes the japanese work ethic right anyway yeah yeah so, very, so talking about
1: Asians,
0: <laughs> ta- wait for this okay talking about asians we have maybe the next biggest transfer in the entire uh uh season market season which is declan rice
1: yeah with the you rice yeah
0: one. you get that one <laughs> yeah man
1: of course, uh, rice uh, rice certainly has uh, got a lot more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. around the world and even in the football world. Uh, I mean, another hundred million, hundred plus. million
0: plus five million add-ons. Very expensive rice.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: uh, no, but honestly, yeah, I, yeah, go for
1: it. I was just gonna say. Um, uh, I know my thoughts about this transfer. I think Declan Rice is a great player, of course. Again, I feel he is a victim of just how the market is. Would he be worth a hundred million three, four years ago? Probably not. But just for today's market, I feel like, you know, he's going to bring Arsenal some real quality. He's going to add to that team. So, I mean, it's going to be, I'm excited to see him. He's already kind of started to play very well for them. Yeah, They've had a great start to the season, 100% record, one of three teams now. Um, But, you know, He's a great player, and he was very integral to West Ham in the Conference League, and you know, finishing the season without getting relegated. So um, yeah. he's gonna probably add to this Arsenal how side a decent him, bit. But
0: how do you see him fitting in in Arsenal?
1: I see him fitting in pretty well. Like right? he is the kind of player, you know, who he's very energetic, hardworking. You know, can tackle well. You know, that's kind of player, like you know, he can complement Thomas Partey, who is already at Arsenal very well. So. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing more of him. You know, mm-hmm. and the, he's a good player, and um, you know he'll be playing in Champions League for the first time in his career as well. So yeah. I'm sure Arteta is going to be able to get the best out of him, and we can only wait and watch for the rest of the season. So far, he's looked good, mm-hmm. so we have to wait and see what happens now.
0: Okay, so uh, I mean, yeah, you did, you did, you rightly said like. Everyone, we see a lot of inflated bids, right? And uh, we've seen a lot yeah. of inflated bids getting rejected by clubs, right? Which is just driving the price up yeah. Enough, right? Well, I guess yeah, maybe dude. the only good, or maybe the only deserving signing that I see is, uh, in the Premier League. That is, is Mason Mount, right? Fifty-five million pounds from Chelsea to Man United. Mm. I guess he's at least more. Dis- I mean. I don't know if anyone would pay 55 million for him <laughs> four years ago. Yeah. But at least it's not yeah. as inflated as like a hundred million, right? I don't see a very, very vast difference in quality uh, between a Mason Mount and a Caicedo, right? Which is insane because Taicedo is about then, to Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, Caicedo, I feel like he was only he was only in the Premier League for one season before mm-hmm. that. I think he was playing somewhere else in Europe. I think it was Belgium. I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. But um Again, you know, cause signing players on the back of just one spectacular season, I yeah. feel, is not necessarily a, the best thing to do, especially for that high of an amount. If you mm-hmm. kind of get them for a little cheaper, that's better. But uh-huh. I mean, hundred the most expensive this season, I feel, it, there's a lot of going to be a lot of pressure on him, and mm-hmm. it kind of showed when he came on against West Ham this weekend. But yeah, yeah Mason Mount, that way, I feel. Is a bit more proven.
0: At least no, maybe not necessarily. Is more grounded. You yeah. He's more proven. It's a way more grounded transfer. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, he's he's not necessarily had the best start at Man United yet, but Mm -hmm. it's not just down to him. It's just how they are playing as a whole.
0: And I feel they're all quite looking very tired. Have always had a a tough start in Man United. Right. I don't even remember the last big name that we saw except maybe zlatan right zlatan came and started performing except maybe him it's all yeah i think zlatan different.
1: was the last person yeah, yeah. maybe you're right and yeah. ronaldo and i guess he came back uh-huh. he was yeah, yeah. scoring goals from the start itself right. but the team as a whole wasn't really performing right? exactly yeah you know, I, I agree it's it's always hard to kind of start and you know hit the club hit, hit the ground running uh-huh. when you're at a new club especially a club of that kind of stature but not everyone has that problem and we can see that with Jude Bellingham actually mm-hmm. from yeah. Dortmund to Real Madrid, you know, he's had a brilliant start to the season, and you know for the amount that they paid, which was you know eighty-eight million pounds plus around twenty-five million in add-ons, That's I bad. think he's really been a great player for them so far this season.
0: Insanely deserving. It's in, like like at least look at the inflated prices we have seen for all these players, and eighty-eight million pounds for uh, Jude Bellingham is not bad at all, in my opinion, right? He's Absolutely, already, he's no. All- I- Hit the ground running in in Real Madrid, right? He's already he loves yeah. he loves the teammates. Camavinga and him have this beautiful uh, yeah. friendship going on, right? So yeah, with, really uh,
1: Vasquez team. is teaching him Spanish too. It's all <laughs> looking very good. They're all doing each other celebrations. Exactly. I feel he's been he's been a great addition to their squad, and you know this is what you kind of expect when you sign a hundred million player. You know, they just hit the ground running. You know, he's already he got three goals and an assist in two games two he's, man of the he, matches he, so far already in La Liga.
0: He's done one of those iconic celebrations, right? The one in front of the Sevilla crowd with his arm, with, with his... I think it was Bilbao, yeah, yeah.
1: Bilbao, Bilbao. Crowd. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bilbao
0: crowd. So, yeah, he's, already, yeah, he's already creating history. The number of posts online that I've seen uh, of, of people saying that, oh, history is getting written again. Well, people yeah. lock him in, my, in Real Madrid in my opinion.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm a big Jude Bellingham fan. Mm-hmm. um you know i think he's a great player a great personality also i feel like you know i'm i'm a big fan of people you know like you know conduct themselves in a certain manner and mm-hmm. you know, he feels like that kind of player especially at that young of a young of an age it's it's great to watch mm-hmm. jude bellingham and mm-hmm. i ho- and i hope he continues performing at this level
0: well, dude, one more I think deserved uh signing if I can say or deserved the market price for someone is an eighty six million pound deal for Harry Kane, Tottenham to Bayern, right? Yeah. What do you think of this? I think he finally I mean, I think this not this exact deal, but some deal out of Tottenham was due for a long, long time for Kane and and mm-hmm. I kudos to him for Showing the commitment, sticking with the team, right? Trying to win those trophies. Giving it his all season after season, right? But yeah. maybe maybe yeah. As a whole Tottenham have not been able to live up to his expectations, right? So I think it is very deserving for him, firstly. To finally get to a team who mm. are completely habituated with uh, winning trophies, someone uh, like a team like Bayern Munich, right? Uh, they're almost synonymous yeah. with football nowadays. Even Americans know about mm. Bayern Munich, if you know what I mean. No offense to any American viewership, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and that too for an eighty-six million uh, pound fee, which I'd say even till today is pretty pretty decent for Harry And I'd I'd believe in this inflated market, you could have gone for way way more. What is what do you think?
1: No, I, I mean, I agree with you completely because Harry Kane, I mean, even though he's 30 years old this year, he's still mm-hmm. a world-class talent. You know, he's England's top goal scorer. He's a Tottenham's top goal scorer. He's got the... He's up there in the Premier League goal scoring records as well. Like, he is an absolute superstar. And, you know, I think Bayern Munich know that they've signed someone and they were willing... Because they've. this is by far their most expensive transfer in their club's history. And, you know, they knew... That they're paying for someone who is absolutely brilliant and you know, I, I love Harry Kane. Harry Kane's actually when he was at Spurs was my favorite player who's not a Liverpool player.
0: Uh-huh. Like, I liked
1: him more than De Bruyne and, and these guys. Uh-huh. I think he's just a, a great great talent and you Very know someone, someone who's a, he's a top guy as well like I, I just you know I love Harry Kane and you know seeing him come finally go to a serious club instead of staying at that at Spurs <laughs>
0: I mean, he's just a people's guy, you know, like, he's just this innocent guy. The other day I saw that uh, uh, in the the Bayern match, I think in his first match, right, Uh, some decision went against them, right? He goes to the right referee like usual, right? And then he realizes he doesn't know German. He just stays shut. He waits for his teammates to come in and speak to the referee. it's the cutest thing that you, you don't expect. These these uh, like because footballers nowadays they have such inflated egos, right? They try to be the coolest man in the room all the single every single time, yeah. Every single situation. It's just very refreshing to see of like a normal person on the field, right? Especially someone so prolific.
1: Yeah, no, I I completely agree with that, and you know, and he's a great player, and you know, Mm. I'm sure he's gonna score loads of goals for Bayern Munich, and you know, he's gonna be someone who is gonna hopefully get a trophy by the end of the season. Otherwise, I mean, I guess the cur- he's just cursed if he doesn't win this season.
0: <laughs> well, but, um, then, only you know, time. We, have, time we have, time he time.
1: will be watching closely as well and following. Because he had a great debut. He got a goal and an assist uh, this weekend for Bayern. And mm-hmm. um, you know, hopefully he can continue that form going forward.
0: Okay, so we come down to one of the more, I don't know, touchy, Transfers of of world football because I, yeah, especially
1: especially for you. I feel for you, especially. especially.
0: Well, Neymar, PSG supporter, Neymar finally left Paris Saint Germain and he went to Al Hilal, Al Hilal, my bad. Uh, it was an 86 million pound deal. Like, this guy is probably the most expensive player in the history of world football, right? Uh, Like, if you give total. Transfer, transfer values right that he's had, but if I told you ten years ago that Neymar Junior right would just win two UCLs, he would never win a Ballon d'Or, He'd I don't think it. he has two
1: man. I think he just has one. He made yeah. a, made another final, but he didn't win it, Win it, unfortunately.
0: Are you sure? Yeah. I I do. But but either way, no, either no. way that, that goes on to prove my point. Yeah. Imagine if it's one UCL. Yeah,
1: dude, exactly.
0: Moving one to UCL. Saudi Arabia at the age of 31. Yeah, dude. Ah, uh, what a disappointment. 10 years ago. The kid I know. believed in him, right? And the kid in me today is yeah. sad. He's very sad. That's about all there is to talk about this transfer. I mean. I don't know if if you have a lot else, then go for it, man. It's very, very heart wrenching for me.
1: No, I mean I feel absolutely that it's a it's a really unfortunate transfer from if you're looking at it from a from from the kid in you who kind of watched football just for that, you know, (laughs) for the like just watching ballers go at it. I mean, he was Neymar was a certified baller. Probably he was the, top he was the five biggest of, of them all. He
0: was the biggest baller yeah. of them all. But
1: look, yeah, but I mean, he's always been the kind of player who's not really, you know, I guess he was always about the partying life. You know, I, I saw his documentary actually. Then you know, he loves to and loves to let go sometimes, and you know. He, he's not even going to be playing in uh, Al Hilal till I think September. I think he's recovering from an injury at the at the moment. But just yeah, it just goes to show that you know sometimes even if you have all the talent in the world, if you don't have the desire to stay in the top level, maybe you will not get to the level that you expect to be. But overall, I feel Neymar has had a great tenure at Europe. You know, he's been a great player. You know, yeah. we we'll still look back at him fondly. But you know. It, Part of you will just be like, oh, he could have just done a, little, he could have done a little bit more, you know, achieved a little bit more, even though yeah. he's achieved a lot. Well, for, in a in a career.
0: Well, to be career. fair, he does have a contract for two years without an option to extend, right? So maybe Good. we see him in Europe two years later. God knows what happens, right? I don't think thirty-three is too old yeah. for a player in today's today's today's. Year. Yeah, never never say never. Yeah, especially when someone has killed his Neymar. So let's never say never. I mean, uh, what? When did how old was Luca when he won the Ballon d'Or? Luca
1: Maudwich, I think yeah. he was he uh, was he was he was thirty, 30 three, I think.
0: Yeah, well, well, that tells you that you know there's still chances, there's still chances for him to Yeah. But then given that we do live in a world of Mbappes and Halands. I do Anyway, I know. Anyway, let's move on to our next transfer, right? So we have Yosko Guardiol, excuse me, Guardiol. From RB Leipzig to yeah, it's a Manchester tough one City. to say. <laughs> yep, it's a tough, tr- tough, tough t- t- pronunciation. Not gonna lie. Uh, seventy-seven million. Yeah, dude. What do you think of this player?
1: Uh, I mean, I think he's he's again a, a young player. He's uh-huh. on the younger side. I think he's twenty-one. Uh-huh. Center back did very well at the Cro in the World Cup uh, for Croatia. Um, took the went to the semi-finals. face of course, uh, Lionel Messi. <laughs> Yep. To, uh, turn him inside out in that game in the yeah. semi-final but I mean other he's just, he's a he's a good player I think he he's gonna be a very good addition to um, that this man city squad especially with pep at the helm you know he's gonna make him a, an even better player mm-hmm. than he already is so I I think he's gonna be a, a good signing um a, but again you know he's from Leipzig you know Leipzig have a habit of setting their players you know we'll be talking about another one soon but uh-huh. you know they, he's gonna I think he's gonna hit the ground running and he's already he already has in a
0: way but you know I think he's like the yeah, perfect fit for like a Pep team right because he knows how to he knows what to do on the ball he's not just about defending right he's very confident on the yeah. ball too. he's good he's also very season. fast I think he's also very fast yeah so I think Given every single member of Pep's team has to play, has to be a great ball playing player, uh, I think he's a great fit, man. He's he's yeah, he's fast. He's 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 young. He he has yeah. a lot of passion for the game, right? So let's see. I think this one is one to watch. Yeah, he, he has a lot of potential in Manchester City. He might be, maybe two years later we'd be talking about him like one of the stalwarts of the game. Let's see what 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 the future has in store, right? You want to get yeah. into the next
1: one? I mean. Yeah, but before I say that, I feel yeah. City have also bought him along with Kovacic because of the Croatian theory. Uh-huh.
0: Um,
1: they were they, they were the first team to break it, but you know just to be sure, they signed two Croatians so that maybe they can win the Champions League one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, Let's see. Let's yeah. see if it works. I think it will because they're a really good team, but you know. I really like for their insurance the policy. Player.
0: I really like yeah. yeah. Kovacic. Like, what a player.
1: And I think he's mm-hmm. even better under Pep now.
0: Yep. Let's see. I mean, see, I I really like on theory hundred percent, but I just want to see it happening because the world of football has such a such a you know we've seen it just fool us and what you think will happen never does. Yeah. So true.
1: true I, mean, I think Arsenal fans yeah,
0: know a lot about that last season. Yeah. Yep. Uh, talking about Arsenal, we have the next transfer. We have Kai Havertz from Chelsea to Arsenal, sixty-five million pounds. I think yeah. this is just a normal transfer, dude. I don't know. I don't have a lot, like, to say about it. It's just, it's a transfer. I mean, it's just the market doing I mean, it is, right?
1: Yeah, I feel price-wise, it's not really yeah. too shocking, except maybe, maybe you could say, you know, because I think Kai Havertz last season for Chelsea was absolutely not up to the mark.
0: Yeah, he was way I mean, below expectation, way below.
1: I mean, the team as a whole was bad, but I think he in particular, I mean... What is his what What is his position? I don't even think anyone knows anymore. <laughs> he's a supposed to be a striker, but he can't. He, he can't finish very well. He's supposed. To, I mean, he scored the one goal in the Champions League in final against Man City in 2021, and he's been living off that since. But I mean, it's just. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not super convinced. Maybe Arteta knows something we as fans don't. I think that. I mean, he gets paid a lot of money to have that kind of knowledge. Of course, but um, Kai Havertz, I, I mean, Chelsea fans were very happy when he left, so that goes to tell you what, what they think of him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would be happy too if I was a Chelsea fan, you can't blame them. <laughs> can't yeah, blame them. yeah, it's see, this yeah. is brutal world of football, man. If you it doesn't matter what you've done in the past, it's what you're doing right now because if you're yeah, back exactly. now, but you were very prolific in the past, well, no one will remember, right
1: yeah i feel yeah. it kind of depends on the fan base sometimes but by and large you're right i feel like
0: yeah
1: you can't just keep 100%. living on past glories and 100%. you know think that um, something if you, if you don't start start stop if you stop performing suddenly then it will be you know forgiven just because of your past
0: okay so sato given uh, the number of times i have messed up a name in today's podcast i need you to take the next one <laughs> I stick to liverpool for yeah. 60 million who are we talking about?
1: I thought we'd talk
0: about Hoyland first, right? No, no. I mean, Hoyland is... I mean, I, I think this is a more interesting signing. Right?
1: You think so, Dominic Sabozla?
0: Yes, yeah, Sabozla. Okay. That's the pronunciation. Yeah, Subozlai. I mean, yeah, we call, hey, Rasmus Hoyland. We, we can, can, can talk, talk about Sobo. both together. Rasmus Hoyland from Atalanta to Manchester United. He's a 60... He's a 19-year-old. I beg your pardon. But it's just a massive gamble, first of all. He's relatively untested. I I actually have not watched him play a hell of a lot, but I saw a lot of his highlights. He's just a token striker. I mean, like there is not a lot of yeah. There's not a lot that I can say about it. It is he's I guess what you'd expect as a striker, which is a good thing, right? He's everything that you'd expect as a as a yeah. But except that he's just. Let's see, I mean, this is just, we can just... I know, it's, yeah.
1: it's it, as you said, he's quite unproven. I think last season in the league for Atalanta, he only got nine goals in like uh, 30 appearances. Yeah. Which isn't exactly something you would call prolific. Yeah. But again, he's on the younger side. So, you yeah. know, as fans, yeah, we really should honest. be a little patient with these kind of players. But, you know, I mean, Man United needed a number nine and if they're going to be challenging for trophies. I don't know if Hoyland is the answer in the short mm-hmm. run, maybe in the long term. This exactly. is a long-term project for exactly. Eric Ten Hag. And I think he probably, assuming he stays in the job till by then, <laughs> will maybe develop Poland into a into an elite striker. But, but
0: we gotta wait a know,
1: it's a big gamble. It's a big let's jump. see. You can't really,
0: that too you can't really say how he's That took pounds. I don't see. Again, this is, I think, the market, the market striking again. I don't see. Yeah. Hair yeah, and I think. Why, but let's see.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, one way of seeing how inflated the market is is you just go in and play career mode from FIFA Fifteen. Bro. I was buying people like Rafael Varane for like uh, seven million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now you get them for like seventy million. It's it's just how it how it it's is soon now. Soon gonna
0: be seven hundred. Trust me, man. Like if we have two more. Two, I hope not. Saudi Arabia. No, I mean, it's Gonna
1: be seven hundred million. I feel it'll only be seven hundred million if it's only gonna be Saudi. But hopefully, hopefully it doesn't reach that kind of level. I don't want to know. I don't know if you'll ever see a 1 billion player. 1 billion well, well, well. pound player in our life. Side, but you know, never, you never know. You never know.
0: <laughs> but let's hope not. <laughs> anyway, bro, let's talk about Slabo's lie. If that was the pronunciation. Yeah,
1: man, yeah dude, It's a tough one. I mean, he's even Liverpool fans are, are struggling with this guy. Uh-huh. Slabo's lie. But you know, what? All, what we don't struggle with is understanding that, you know, he's an absolute baller. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw I saw him on the weekend. You know, he was man of the match actually against mm-hmm. a Bournemouth this weekend. Yep. You know, he completely, um, you know, his dribbling, his passing, his vision. Just it's uh, it's so refreshing to watch a player like him play. Um, after seeing uh, you know players like Henderson, who 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 are different kind of players. He wasn't a bad player essentially um, in his prime, but you know, it's just some some something refreshing to see as a fan watching dominic there and alexis McAllister in the midfield
0: mm-hmm. so this is one for the future this is one to watch right
1: yeah he's only 22 i think um, yeah. he's only going to get better mm-hmm. uh, he's already captaining his uh, national team and yeah. um, you know I, i'm i'm sure i'm I'm very excited to see how he how he does and it is a bit on bit of an expensive one but you know i feel so far he's kind of lived up to the price tag for
0: mm-hmm. now I think you guys are pretty lucky, right? New Newcastle were fishing about for him. Is what I what I've heard.
1: Yeah, so I think he signed him right before his release clause actually ended. Yes, so if he yes. waited a little bit longer, he probably would have cost even more. Yeah. So I guess if you take that into consideration, it's probably a you couldn't say it's a Steel. good
0: signing. It's a steal, I'd say. Given a team, Newcastle does don't have problem with funds, right? They will spend.
1: You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they're in Champions League as well, which makes it's them Champions a bit League, more attractive right. at the moment.
0: Yeah, rightly so. Anyway, we okay. Let's uh, another Chelsea uh signing is Romeo Lavia for yeah. three million pounds.
1: Right? I know, I know, and that's another player Liverpool were actually uh, you know, <laughs> looking at. Um, Chelsea stole him again from us. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess Chelsea um they have some pull which Liverpool don't. It's probably I don't know what it is. Maybe you know. Maybe I. Uh, I mean, I guess it's i am I'm, I'm I still feel like it's not a bad thing that we didn't get him, yeah um and i'll t- and I'll say why because again, he's nineteen years old
0: uh-huh
1: um and his team he was in Southampton last year, and they got relegated, finished twentieth, yeah. so playing that kind of fee for a player who I don't even think he played all the games for Southampton like he didn't play a majority of the games,
0: yeah, but then so again it's kind of like game. on the
1: unproven side.
0: The Chelsea gave uh, deadline a bid of £50 million pounds in 2022, right? So, they clearly wanted them for a long see. time, right? Chelsea clearly I guess' something in him, right? They came back. I guess, yeah.
1: I, I guess, see. yeah. Let's I see.
0: read I read something somewhere, right? And it was really hilarious. Okay, Chelsea have two favorite things to do. One is sign a footballer. And two, hijack Liverpool's attempt to sign a footballer. So, I guess it was yeah. like, it's just rightly so bad.
1: I guess yeah, they hit two two birds with one stone in this <laughs> in the this point? situation. yeah did yep. They hit twice with the uh, as well. But you know, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be too bummed about this. I know a lot of fans are a little bummed, but yeah. I'm kind of I'm I, I never I always said that you know I didn't I want someone who's experienced
0: yeah. in
1: that position. And um, I mean, while like Endo is one option, and unless and I want us to sign another they're in the same position and I think we will be fine even if we didn't get uh, Lavia or Paisito
0: yeah okay Sado so uh, dude we gotta we gotta hustle a little bit right now we don't have a lot of time let's talk about two more people right and I guess maybe we'll have to have a part two for this episode right because I think there was a lot on the agenda today right so yeah, uh, maybe I agree we can release a yeah. part two very soon guys so if you have enjoyed it till now which it, it was pretty fun for us then maybe see the uh, watch or hear the part two too mm-hmm. right Anyway, so let's finish. Let's finish this episode by two talking about two people. Let's talk about Sandro Tonali and Christopher Nkunku, right? So Tonali went yep. from PC Milan to Newcastle, fifty-two million pounds, right? And uh, mm-hmm. Newcastle seemed to love him. So yeah,
1: you- and funny thing is, a lot of fans were like, "Oh, he doesn't like Newcastle. Yeah. Look at his face. His wife, his wife is not happy, and all right. these kind of things they would say." Yeah. when Tonali came to Newcastle, and you know the video. You if you looked at it from just you know what you see, you think that you know it's true. Oh, he doesn't seem happy, and like there probably was some truth to it because I think he loved AC Milan. I think he that was mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. boyhood like the his the club he supported when he was a kid. That are but big part I mean, of yeah, and but he's come and hit uh, hit the ground running. I think he scored a, a goal within four minutes. Mm -hmm. in his uh, first premier league game and you know he's he's a very good player and i'm excited to see him i think he was someone who i would have liked at liverpool as well sandro tonali i think he's a he's a real real gem again he's only 23 years old step
0: up your game man how is everyone everyone is coming taking what you want and leaving man (laughs) anyway i know i know let's just talk about in right Chelsea have been signing a lot of players. They've been—it's almost like they've taken a lot of risks. They've done made a lot of gambles, signing uh Lavia and Caicedo and whatnot, right? They also mm-hmm. signed Inkunku, and I guess we saw within a week of them signing him why the gamble will not work out at least not at the in in the short short term, right? Because he signed for yeah, Chelsea I mean. on the fourth of August, and on the seventh of August he was ruled out for four months with a with an I think he needed surgery for a knee injury, right? So he's come in and just entered the hospital, dude.
1: I know it's um that that's actually yeah he's they should have looked at his injury record. But again, he's a he's a great quality player. Quality. I
0: think he,
1: you know as well, Abhimanyu, yeah. because you no. he was at PSG for PSG a long time as before, well. Before
0: before yeah, and before he went to Leipzig, he was at PSG. We played him. He played for us in the first team. He was pretty good. He was amazing at that time, right? But just the fact that nobody knew him at that time, I think we were in school. Okay, I went Mm -hmm. and told you guys and nobody knew him and people were like, oh, what are you talking about? (laughs) But at least today people know, man. See, quality player. I was right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. Maybe they should hire you at TSG.
0: Well, 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 you got to pay me as much as Mbappe, okay? I ain't going for free. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely episode, I guess we can uh, call it a day.
1: Yeah, I think that's a wrap. I guess um, we went over a lot of these transfers and Mm -hmm. tried to give you our thoughts on it. So hopefully you enjoyed listening to our opinions and thoughts. Um, You know, maybe you can, you agree with us. Maybe you don't, but uh, thank you so much for listening.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Let us know, dude. We'd love your opinions. We'd love them. And maybe if your opinions are good enough, you can just come have an episode with us, right? So just show us how good your opinions are. Come join us. We can all have a lot of fun. It's just this entire podcast is just about having fun around football sato, don't you think?
1: Yeah, no, that's exactly why I joined. And you know, yeah. I'm I'm having a great time, yep. you know, talking about the game. So Every episode yeah, definitely so hit us up fun, if you're man. interested.
0: Especially with you, bro. You're a great host
1: <laughs> Same same to you, man. Always a pleasure to host with you.
0: Yeah, man. Anyway. Okay, guys, thanks for listening to us. Please catch the part two very soon. Uh, We'll also have an analytics episode up soon. Thanks to Chidup and Abhimanyu Bout Thakur. This is us at uh, FootyPod signing off. Bye, guys.
1: Bye, guys.